Do we continue our internet bubble conversation or do we just... You were supposed to scream Pets.com. Pets.com! <laughs> so wasn't their whole deal like they failed because they were selling like $25 bags of dog food and then get free shipping and it cost them like $12 for shipping? I, I Like they didn't I understand how a business worked that you needed to make money basically? Right. I don't remember if they offered free shipping or if it was like, hey, we're five bucks cheaper than the store, but you got to pay $12 in shipping. Yeah, I don't know. In my head, it's because they were offering free shipping, and thus we're just losing a buttload of money. I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, the, the, they had a Super Bowl ad. Yeah. Something that really makes me mad is is the price of shipping things. Like, I get the, the Amazon, because they ship so much stuff, obviously get cheaper rates. Mm-hmm. But shipping prices are bullshit anymore, man. Like, it's crazy. I mean... I don't want to say it's bullshit. Let me, let me rephrase that because the idea that you're going to take something across the country for me for $20 yeah. is insane. Uh-huh. However, I'm like knowing that you will do it for Amazon for $4 and you're ca- charging me 12 sucks. <laughs> okay. I think we're just spoiled on free shipping. Like Amazon prime has spoiled the nation. And every like every site needs to offer free shipping now. If you're a website and you don't offer free shipping, you oh, I'm not talking about as a buyer. I'm talking about as a shipper. Right. But I feel like that has conditioned us. So like doing eBay in two thousand and three, the fact that I could send something from Indiana to California for ten bucks was awesome. The fact that it costs twelve bucks now like I feel like we're just spoiled. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing that's really frustrating is like they they push you online. So yeah. like twice I've like went to take something to the post office and they're like, that's $14. And I'm like, ah, but I could do it first class. Looked online, and they're like, yeah, that's if you buy it online. So you could sell, mail it first class online for $4 or be at the post office mailing it for $12. When I sold this DVD for 10 bucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it sucks. Yeah. But if you do it online, then they just come and pick it up at your doorstep. Like, that's convenience. It, it is. It's cheaper I, and you don't have to go anywhere. You can I, do it all without It's just like pants. the uniformity of it is not there. It's, I don't know. Everything's a hassle. Everything's a hassle. The internet has made us very lazy creatures. Uh, yeah, but th- that's the thing. I try not to be lazy and take it to them and they're like, fuck you. Why are you in my face? Yeah. I'm going to charge you more now for coming in here and talking to me. Yeah. Hmm. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't a, know. I have nothing to add. Yeah, I can tell. That's a great conversation. You yeah. Just bailed immediately. I mean, my mom worked for the postal service, so whatever. They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. Even I love they screwed her that, when that, she had to take her to retirement. That but. thirty-five dollar stamp. I think they should just it's, make stamps a dollar right now. And it's fifty cents. Fifty cents for a stamp, and that can you can take like from the tippy top of Maine. Take that shit to Hawaii. I know, that's what I'm saying. 50 cents. I know. I that's agree. That's a miracle. I agree. I'm saying that they should just make it a dollar so people stop freaking out when they raise it two cents every two years. Well, they raise it five cents, I think, so that people have the sticker shock once and then that'll last them a while. That's my point. I'm just saying do it for a dollar and you're good for a decade. Yeah. Uh, so how are you? I am okay. That didn't I sound had, sincere. I had a two and a half hour block of meetings scheduled today. That was fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, three straight meetings, an hour, hour, and then a half hour. So that kind of drained me. Meetings, even if they're fun, they're never fun. That's what I found. Yeah. Like, even you're in there, you're laughing. You're joking around with people. But then it always comes back around to doing something that really, this could have been a five-minute conversation between two people. Yeah. That's my life story. Hey. <laughs> hey. What's this phone number? I don't know. We'll hang up on it. You don't answer the phone anymore. Every It's it's every time. Every I should time. start timing this. We're, we're about <laughs> seven minutes in, probably. That seems like when it every is. Every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't get it. I'm not that popular of a person. No, like, and it's, like, it's not like it's your wife every time. <laughs> no. Like, it'll be like Micropenis Josh or yes. random numbers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I got a phone call from New York earlier, and I was like, fuck you. Not answering that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I listened to it, and then I was freaked out because it was loud Jason. And at first I was like, what the fuck? Why do I have a voicemail from Lot Jason with a New York phone number? What the? And then I realized it was from him calling me over the weekend. We were at, a, at the same game convention. Oh, and he you. was like, hey, Russ, uh, it's Loud Jason just trying to find you here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember getting that voicemail. And then I never listened to it because I knew he was just trying to say, where are you? Uh, but then I listened to the second voicemail that was actually from today. And it was this dude who obviously just has my phone number somehow. And it, all he does all day is call a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And he's just reading this prompt. that's like, Hey, we're just, uh, we're interested in buying real estate. So if you're a motivated seller and want to sell your real estate. So obviously I'm on a list somewhere that I own a house. You realize that's a robot, right? Sure. Didn't sound like a robot. That yeah. was a good robot. No, it's a, it's a recording of a dude. Like, you know how Siri, you yeah. talk to Siri sure. or, the Google lady or whatever. Yeah. That's I, what it is. I didn't literally think there was one guy. No, but you well, you said a guy makes a bunch of phone calls. No. I'm sorry. Uh, a, a, a guy's voice makes a thousand voice uh, A, a phone piece calls. of software with yes. uh, some pre-programmed things. Yes. Yes. Uh, but it was painful. I was just annoyed. Like, they got better there for a while, right? Like cell phones oh, yeah. with, with, with junk calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I changed? There was, there was, I think there was a, a key piece of legislation. It had to have been something like that. Or right? I think it was maybe a lack of enforcement. Something. <laughs> it's something. But there was definitely like a critical moment within the last like year or two that things just started going fucking crazy. Like yeah. I never used to get these phone calls. But there, there's rumors that the new iOS will have built in uh, spam detection. There was a while where my phone. So your, your phone will straight up not even ring. Well, there was a while there where it would like prompt and say like identified as spam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if that was like maybe I got a new phone and it was a free yeah, trial I, thing. I that have I AT&T. And so I downloaded an app and then I don't remember if I had to pay for it or not. If I did, it was very cheap. But yeah, it'll come up and it'll say AT&T colon spam caller. Yeah. <laughs> that just makes me think of AT&T spamming me. <laughs> yeah, they got to figure out another way to uh, <laughs> yeah. to identify that. Um, yeah, I always feel like I get ripped off no matter what, where I get my internet or my phone through mm-hmm. or, uh, internet or buy a car. I always yeah. feel like I'm one step away from getting a better deal. See, that's the thing. If you jump around to get the better deals, you're not going to get the better deals down the line because you stick with somebody and then they're like, we're going to raise your rates. You're going to go, okay, well then I'm going to 
go to the other person. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait. Yeah. We haven't changed for probably five years because, because like my wife is always like, Hey, I think we could make our phone bill cheaper. I talked to so-and-so that it's cheaper. And I'm always like, fine, do it. But this is your thing. I'm not going through the headache of feeling like I'm getting fucked. Cause that's the way I always feel when I'm mm-hmm. like, you really can't do any better than this. Like, no, this is the best deal that you're ever going to get in the whole wide world. I've never seen anybody get this good of a deal. Yeah. You're always like bullshit. This is the computer. It just came up randomly. Like this, I think it's a mistake. You should take this. Yes. I, I don't get it. It's yeah. so frustrating. It's like buying a car. It's like if I would have walked away, if I would have said this one more thing, if I would have played harder to get, would it have been this much more off. Like you always just feel like you got fucked. Yeah. Is that just me? No, I mean, you got to have leverage, right? When you're going in to buy a car, they'll be like, well, we can do this, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to pay cash and you're going to like it. And they will like it. But if you're like, I, I've got $100 to put down and I'm going to need a lot of financing, then you're going to get you're going to get fucked on the car price and on the financing. Yeah, I've been in both situations, but you mm-hmm. still you still don't know. Like, right. I want it to be like, look, we pay... 12 grand for this car mm-hmm. you're gonna pay 16 and that's how we make our money and i would be like i understand that that sounds good to me you know like yeah. but it, but it's not it's like hidden in mystery and talking to managers and just bullshit yeah. like i liked the the there was a big thing with one of the vehicle manufacturers where they're like everybody pays this price go fuck yourself and i think yeah. that's how tesla is now right yeah like this is what you pay mm-hmm. fuck you yeah. Uh, and I prefer that. Yeah. Certainly. Well, that, I mean, that only happens when you own the entire line, right? From, you know, you have your supply lines locked down and then you own the manufacturing and the sales. You're not going to get that from dad and son. Yeah, no, they can dictate that. Like, doesn't Apple dictate that their prices can't be messed with? The manufacturers suggest a retail price. They can't go on sale on their items. They often do go on sale, but they say this is this That's is my like point. this yes. is what it costs. It's not up to the it's not up to the retailer to to sink into their margin to get more people to come. Right, but it's like AT and T will be like, "Hey, come on us and come with us and we'll <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Yep. Dirty AT and T spam caller. <laughs> uh, they're like, "Hey, come over to us, and like, we'll buy a, an iPhone. We'll give you one free." Like, they're eating that, but it's not like Apple won't let them do things. But it's like, you go in to buy a Mac. You're if you find a hundred dollars off, if you find a hundred dollars off like a two thousand dollar Mac thing. You you buy that. You get excited. Like, oh, shit, I saved 5%. You're never going to believe how much I saved on this thing. 5%. 5%, you say? Yeah. 5 Yeah. It's when was the last impressive. time you saved any percent on an Apple product? Uh, I, don't, I bought, I bought iPad, iPods. iPods. I went through like a string of three generations of iPods mm-hmm. where I bought them and then just had buyer's regret and returned them. <laughs> Not a joke. Like... The, it maxed out at like a $500 one. Like a week later, I was like, I'm going to go return this to Best Buy. So I returned it. And uh, like their corporate office had to mail me a check because it was 
wow. expensive and they probably wanted to investigate yeah. fraudulent activity or something. Yeah. But that's 100% what it was. I was like, I got a new shiny toy. And then I put two dozen CDs on it. I'm like, this is not worth $500. <laughs> I'll just listen to CDs. I'd like to return this, please. Yeah. See, I always had old cars without CD players in them. And it's like, I could buy an iPod and listen to it anywhere and in the car. Or I can buy a CD player for my car. It seemed easier to just get the iPod. Did I tell you the stunning conclusion to my uh, my van getting hit in a parking lot story? Uh, so it got totaled. Oh, wow. Uh, so that just worked out. Like, now I'm just going to drive a van with a fucked up back. Like, the hatch still closes and everything. Yeah. So I got some $2 tape and put it on the thing, and now the van's paid off. Nice. So. <laughs> Good job. That's the, that's the stunning uh, conclusion. Like. That's not too shabby. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Now I just own the van. Now you own a van. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I am a 35-year-old man driving a minivan. Why the fuck do I care if the bat's fucked, <laughs> if it's yeah. fucked up? Like, I am a 35-year-old man drive, driving a Buick Enclave who has no children. Just because, like, uh, my mom wanted me to get a new car. It's chubby friendly. Well, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Uh, my mom wanted me to get a new car, and she was like, you know, I'll help you. I'll pay cash, and then you pay me. I was like, that's better than having an, a regular car payment, because she's not going to repossess it. So, yeah, you can call and be like, Mom, it's not a great <laughs> week. Can I skip this week? Yeah, yeah that's fine. I've definitely done that in the past. <laughs> uh, and so she, her big thing was she wanted, like, safety and all this. Here's my big thing. Here's exactly what I wanted. Good cup holders. Bluetooth to my phone, end of list. Outside of I can fit into it semi-comfortably. Yeah, that's that a big it. one. Uh, I really wanted... Not as big as Bluetooth to my phone. <laughs> Let me tell you. I really wanted a Scion, like the square ones. Mm-hmm. Really, And then like I went and XB. test drove one. Yes, I went and test drove one, and I was just like... It wasn't even a fat guy thing. It was just like, this is just not comfortable. Yeah. Like, it felt like you were sitting on a square wooden chair. I was like, okay, dreams dash. Like, yeah. I am going to way more be sitting in this and driving it than I am standing outside saying that I like the way it looks. Like, I, no. Yeah, uh, a guy I used to work with, he had one. He He's six foot seven. And he would get in and, like, his head was, like, touching the roof. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why? No. Yeah. And it's like, it looked like a toaster. Why, why are you getting that thing? Yeah. I mean, I liked it, uh, the way they looked, but I'm also not a car guy. Uh, so it's not important. Even like our house, like when we were buying our house, like that's was one of the least important things to us was as far as like the aesthetic from the outside. Mm-hmm. Like how often do you stand outside your house and look at it? You don't, you yeah. stay, you know, even, even when you really do like it, it starts becoming something you don't see. And if you get something really nice, like you're going to be like walking in the grocery store parking lot, trying to get back to your car and somebody's gonna be like, say your car. And then now you're stuck in a conversation with a stranger about your car. Uh, do you remember, speaking of boxy cars, do you remember the Nissan Cube? Yeah. Best thing I ever saw about the Nissan Cube was somebody had one that was all white. I hit the mic. Yeah, I said I my phone We all heard that. My phone hadn't rang, so I was like, oh, okay. I got to come up with a way to be unprofessional here, so let me... There we go. That's better. That's good. Nah, okay. Someone had a Nissan Cube, and it was all white, and they had a vanity license plate, and it was the chemical symbol for sugar kind of awesome yeah their chemical formula yeah compound 
Chemical symbol, I believe, means atomic symbol. I don't know. Maybe it is chemical symbol. I don't know. Well, compound more than one, right? So wouldn't it be a compound? It was a molecule. Yeah, it was a, it's a sugar molecule. Yeah. So it's more than one atom bonded together. Just hydrogen, carbon, and oxygen, I believe. I think that's all sugar is. Hmm. That's why our body uses it, because we... Those, we need those things. So if you were to create uh, a chemical compound for Scary Movie, I think it would be shit, vomit, and rape. What do you think? Uh, with a little bit of sucking your own dick. It's fair. Yeah. It's a little bit of autofellatio right there for you. Scary Movie 2. Scary Movie 2. Having not seen it since I was like 18, mm-hmm. I'm still going to say that Scary Movie 1 is, is funny. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, what did you think about Scary Movie 2 after you tell me a synopsis? Uh, it's more of a general spoof, uh, but it's a haunted house spoof. Uh, so the first one... <laughs> this is. I feel like let's, this let's is just going to be you. I don't care about Scary Movie This is going to be you let's just, just talk about scary movie like, scary movie. So the first one was just... It was a scream, right? Uh-huh. And... They had, uh, what what was um, uh, Benicio del Toro? <laughs> what was? Oh my gosh! How can I not remember his name? The dude, David Arquette. What was his character's name in uh, Scream? Uh, it was Doofy in Scary Movie, right. and it was Downey, Do Do Dewey. Dewey, yes. So in Scary Movie, it's it's Doofy. And they have a guy who looks exactly like it's the, uh, um, uh, God, what's the, f- God damn it, my brain is not working. I remember a movie I loved from the eighties, not Right Said Fred. It's about Fred the Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred. Yes, he looked like the Drop Dead Fred version of David Arquette. Okay, remember he was in Devil's Rejects. He was the hero in Devil's Rejects. Okay, yeah, sure. I don't care. He's in Scary Movie. <laughs> Let's which is a movie we uh, we care about on this podcast. <laughs> care about Devil's Rejects. Uh Yeah, and that's great and the having having something small and concentrated to spoof around. <laughs> oh my god. I sneeze like a man. <laughs> For the record, I was as far away from the mic as I could get without standing up there. Uh huh. I can still see the spike though. <laughs> Do you remember uh, David H from elementary school? Yes. He was the coolest kid in second grade. Yes. And then we one day we were all in the cafeteria, and yep, you just the hear sneeze. <gasps> the sneeze. <gasps> and it was the girliest thing ever, and everyone just laughed. And he was no longer the, kid, the coolest kid in school. I do remember that from the previous few times she told that story <laughs> i have seven Probably, stories and I, I tell them well. i guarantee it was because i sneezed and then i said <laughs> i sneezed like a man and then you told that story yep <laughs> that's uh, exactly how it went okay so trying to finish your coherent 129, sentence 130 so he looked at uh he looked like uh dropped it fred yes but scary movie having just scream to swoof around and then just adding you know a little bit of pop culture was much tighter than this, which tries to hit uh, all the haunted house movies and The Exorcist and a bunch of other stupid stuff. 
And it's just, it's not tight, it's not good, and it's, you know, I don't know. It's fucking terrible in every way, okay? Basically. So here, here's my biggest critique about this overall. Let's pretend like I'm in the scary movie business, or I'm in any of most of these movie businesses. Sure. If you know what I mean by movie businesses. You get what I'm saying, I think. Uh, these movie spoof mm-hmm. things. I'm stealing this from somebody else who I don't recall. But they said, they used the example with these, is there was one and it was, it, it thought that it was par- it was lampooning uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. And the joke, quote unquote, mm-hmm. was somebody was wearing a t-shirt that said, don't vote for Pedro. Yeah. That's not a joke. Mm-hmm. That is a reference at best. Mm-hmm. But That's, you don't understand. It's the opposite. But that's that's all this movie does is it references things and makes them dumb, but it's not making fun of the things in any way. Like the one joke that I remember from Scary Movie mm-hmm. that I enjoyed was they're sitting in a circle and they said, this can't be a movie because if it was, we would all be in our mid thirties pretending to be in high school. Mm-hmm. And they laughed. Yeah. That is funny because it is making, it is actually making fun of Scary mm-hmm. Movie. Or I'm sorry, scream. Mm-hmm. That's what they're—they're they're not even making fun of the things in this movie. They're just being dumb or gross. Yeah. It's not making fun of it. I like these things. I like what they're talking about, and I could wake make w- uh, fun of it way harder right. than they did. It's not even—it's not even lampooning it. Did you see the? Did you watch the credits at all? Uh, no, I there, was like, it's over. There are like eight writers listed, credited, <sighs> but it's not. It's it's the problem is from the top down. Like, yeah. this is not lampooning anything. I, like, really, what what jokes are there that are on the subject matter? Like, are that's what needs to happen with these, right? They need to make fun of those things. And I think I've not really seen a lot of them, but isn't that like the naked Austin Powers, right? Mm-hmm. Austin Powers makes fun of James Bond, right? And that's and that's why the third one sucked because it was like in its own universe up its own ass by that point. Uh, but but that's not what this does at all. Right. It doesn't make fun of anything. It takes the exorcist and makes it grosser. What if the what if James Woods was a priest and he was horny or a pedophile really? Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. That 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 isn't making fun of the exorcist mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. It Yeah, it's not good. Like the it's and it's because of these movies like, uh, so I thought you remember the basketball scene. Yeah, well, I don't. That wasn't a joke. It, okay, so here's the thing: they are they are lamb they're spoofing a commercial, right? That was big, but they're movies. So movies take years, you know, at least a year. To get conceptualized and shot and everything. So they're referencing a commercial. And then the movie comes out. It's already a dated reference then. Now we're watching this movie almost 20 years later. And like if I didn't if I didn't remember. Oh yeah there was like that one basketball commercial that was. I don't even remember it was Nike or Reebok. But yeah there was that one. Maybe it was Gatorade. I don't know. I guess that's what they were doing here. I, yeah. It, it. So I didn't get. I mean, there were some other dated ones, like they made a Callista Flockhart joke, 
yeah. they made like a you're the weak, weakest link joke. Mm-hmm. I can forgive something for being dated. Like I like dated things. Sure. But not knowing what to choose is right. It's just a quality of something that's just bad. Like Calista Flockhart, like she she's was an big actress. Then. She 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 still is in stuff, not as much. Yeah, no, I'm, but she's not the biggest thing anymore. But at least that's whatever. When you're referencing a commercial that's like in the zeitgeist, but it's not like what's up and like those, those are like once every five years, there'll be a commercial that you will remember a decade or two later. That wasn't one of them. No, <laughs> obviously not because I didn't get that reference. But they all. did do what's up in scary movie. That's why it's a better movie. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, he does. He remembers he does was up, and then he sticks his tongue through the phone. So we open with James Woods in the uh, in theory with the exorcist scene, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and and Andy again, Richter. So James singing, Woods, who's a good a actor, song. Andy Richter, horrible person, but a good actor. Who I like what what has he done? I didn't know this. Oh, he's like horribly uh, like he yells at people on Twitter. He's really like pro Trump and kind of haiti hatefully oh, i didn't know that yeah hmm. uh well he plays a pedophile priest in this movie <laughs> which i'm not necessarily opposed to right as as a as a joke as a catalyst for a joke if the joke is on them mm-hmm. but i didn't even know the joke was on him and it wasn't funny right uh they just do the vomit thing but there's just a lot of vomit for mm-hmm. andy richter and them all vomiting on each other the girl pisses her pants and that's the only joke is that she's peeing. This whole like opening scene, the most clever joke is the poop joke. Like they're they're spoofing the scene when all the flies are, are starting to appear and everything like uh it's a really intense scene from the exorcist. They play it really uh, routine and then oh he was pooping. That's Samuel Horror. Is that Amityville Horror? Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. But regardless, yes, yeah. it's, which I get, but like, I've got a, a list of a, just a few that are here later that I want to talk about of things that, uh, like, I feel like they just ruined. And I guess I would add that to that because that could have been cleverish, mm-hmm. but I saw it immediately. I was like, he's taking a dump right now. That's what's happening. Yeah. Um, but it's just shit and vomit and piss and pedophilia. That's our opening to this movie. But it's got Tim Curry. Uh, the opening doesn't have Tim Curry. No, but the movie does. The movie has Tim Curry. And David Cross. Okay, let me just get... They're the two best things about this movie. Here's the thing. I think I've definitely decided with this movie, and I was already leaning that way. Mm-hmm. I thought that I liked David Cross. I don't think I have any reason to justify that. Okay. Based on the garbage that he puts out. Like, I tried to watch, like, the Bob and David show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrible. At least the skit that I saw. Just <laughs> unwatchable. Okay. Uh, this is unwatchable. He's garbage in Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think I tried to watch his stand-up by himself, and it was just... Un- I, I'm, Shut Up You uh, Fucking Baby is one of my favorite comedy albums I think I'm officially done. And I think he's got some shady shit that he said, too. Probably. I think, I think he was one of the... Him and... Um, Justin Bateman and Jeffrey Tambor kind of tag teamed up on uh, the women in uh, uh, Arrested Development and 
were kind of real dicks and yeah made kind of made it kind of a living hell for uh I can't remember her name the mom the one that's also an archer yeah that sucks yeah but uh, as as a, a comedian like David Cross David Cross and Anna Ferris I thought were like and Tim Curry, but he's in two scenes. Yeah, I do find her charming. Yes. I, I don't know her from... I, I recognize her, so I probably know her from other things. Mm-hmm. I liked her in spite of the garbage that she was doing. Oh, yeah. I do find her charming. I like I like the actress of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think I like one of the weigh-ins. Not the high one. Uh, Ray... Um... I was trying to remember who that is. Damon Wayans was the high one, right? That was Marlon Wayans. That was Marlon? Damon so Wayans Damon? isn't in this movie. Okay. Keenan Ivory is the one who directed it. Marlon, I want to say it's Sean, I think was Ray. Sean Wayans? Anyway. I have a thing that can look this uh, up. I still liked him despite of the fact here's the joke for this guy are you ready uh-huh. would it be hilarious if someone was gay yeah that would be hilarious if but there was a gay, gay guy yeah that's this that was his whole character in scary movie one too he's gay but he doesn't know he's gay but that's but that's yeah. not a joke yeah, <laughs> like, I know. that's that's that just what to, if somebody was gay to be a little fair that you know that was a joke in 2001 or whatever <sighs> Which, you know, like Friends, Friends did some gay bashing and some, some transgender stuff that, you know, is not good. I'm not excusing it. Uh, I I mean, I feel like maybe even by saying anything like this, it is a problem with a lot of stuff from the 90s into the 2000s. But and Eli Roth's entire catalog. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a, a guy that grew up in the 90s, right? So I definitely made a lot of off-color gay jokes but i also think that you can make a gay joke now that isn't that isn't uh the others or whatever right it would be a gay joke about you knowing that that's not true it's the same as like i would make a joke about me going to the gym right it's just mm-hmm. not the thing that happens like uh yeah it is sean wayans by the way so i think i like him i think he's sean my fa- i think he's my favorite way in uh, but I, I don't know. Do I sound hypocritical or am I on a pedestal at all or a soapbox? Well, I mean, by saying I can make thing. a gay joke, but Pe- I think people th- can change. Like once you put it on film, that can't change. Right. Sure. Unless you're, unless you're George Lucas, but <laughs> you can't do uh, that anymore. Just put out the Blu-rays. Like, Disney, if you're listening, Kathleen Kennedy, if you're listening to our shitty podcast, just put out the original put out, put out the original trilogy on Blu-ray to celebrate the new movie coming out in December. The the find the ending of the third trilogy put out the original theatrical first trilogy. Uh what you know what's the only thing funnier than somebody being gay? What's that? Gay rape. Oh yeah. Like if we only had a scene of that, it would be hilarious. To be fair, he he rapes an inanimate clown. It's obviously animate because it's screaming or, and trying or, okay. to get away. It's it's only animate because it's possessed by some evil thing. It would o- the only way to make gay rape funnier is if it followed uh, ghost rape of a woman. That would be the way to make it even funnier. Luckily, this movie does that. Yeah. 
To be fair, Ghostbusters does the op does the opposite. Dan Aykroyd gets raped by a ghost. Uh, yes. Um, but I don't think the joke is that he's getting raped. I think the joke is like his facial expressions and stuff. Yeah, and her joke is that she's really into it. Um, is that the joke? Yeah. So this is supposed to be spoofing a movie called The Entity, where a woman does get raped by a ghost. Okay. And it's not played. Like, it's horrific. Right. Like, and uh, one of the coolest things that they did is, like, you can see the hands moving over her breasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they used a compressor. So they were spraying air. So it was just air putting divots on her. Like, it's the coolest, like, thing that you watch to have happen. Because I'm like, <laughs> it's a boob. No, that's not why. But just the idea, like, you're seeing this ghost do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how things work. And then you're like, oh, they're spraying air. To be fair, you were talking about how ghost rape is terrible and then got all excited about describing a scene of ghost rape. I think it's the context. If, okay. But this is, the joke is that she's into it and that she then wants to control him because she's one of the crazy bitches. I... Yes. So it's not a good joke, but the the joke isn't the ghost rape. I'm okay with the crazy bitch joke. Like, I'm okay with, like, the crazy woman that wants a more serious relationship than the ghost. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's yeah. not the worst concept. It's executed terribly. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you referenced earlier that they completely shit the bed with was they have Tim Curry. Yeah. Tim Curry played one of the most iconic characters in horror movie history. Home Alone 2. And yes, exactly. The the, the, the hotel D. manager. Yes, exactly. Maitre D? Whatever. <laughs> Maitre D sounds smarter than hotel manager, even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because it's French? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, Parlez-vous français? Uh, but, so he plays Pennywise, and the only thing they do in this movie is they show him, and the word it is in graffiti behind him. That's it. How could you not make a better reference? How I don't could you remember not? That word. Where is it? I didn't even see it. I googled a list of like you googled references. A list of why should I be angry about scary movie no, too? No, I was. I I wanted. I didn't feel like I felt that there there were that many references here. So mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I don't remember them, or maybe this is more '90s pop culture than horror movies. Yeah. So I went through the list. I have it available. <laughs> uh. And it said that. So I didn't see that. But how could you not make a joke? Like he could have been dressing up like a clown and having sex. I don't know. You know, and it could have been kind of Pennywise esque, right? Yeah. He could have made a joke about turning into a spider and how dumb that would be. Mm-hmm. He could have. Uh, or he even could have made a pass at the clown, at the demonic clown. Yes, right? Or said that was his brother or something. I don't know. Yeah. Make some sort of a reference to it. They just wasted it mm-hmm. wasted the fact that you I have... get it they wasted it You're saying that because I said wasted it twice no wasted it oh it uh-huh. I was I was focused on the wrong word exactly it's like wasted I was ho- wasted. I was saying you made a pun yeah I didn't I know you didn't yeah yeah it really brought the show down because uh, you were mad at me yes for thinking I was trying to cut you off <laughs> but I was really trying to add filler yes uh yeah uh he you also get like not quite rape but uh 
our one of our guys manipulates our heroine into giving him a hand job. Mm-hmm. It's pretty classy. It makes me like you a lot. I mean, yeah. See, all these things, like, I feel like I have to defend. I don't, I'm not defending it. But it's like, okay, that they go to the extreme with that. But every college, like, that's a thing that happens in college and that's in a lot of movies about <sighs> yeah, college. Yeah, I think it's just because nothing here is redeeming, like, uh-huh. that I just get more mad about it. Like, right, I understand. I, I'm not trying to excuse anything. Yes. But I'm you trying... You just want to excuse everything. I'm trying <laughs> to say, you hate this movie... Maybe not everything you hate about it is is as justifiable as you think it is. It's possible that it's only you only hate it so much more because you hate it as a whole. That's there's a part to that. Yeah, uh, I apologize because we've just talked about like the uh, the 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 things that are wrong with this movie on like a personal <laughs> and uh, 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 like theoretical level. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it on a story or a film level. I apologize. So all we've talked about is The Exorcist. I don't care. Okay. So the, these douchebags go into a house. Yeah. And, uh, it's a haunted house movie. Guess what? Yeah. One Like, yeah. Here's what... If you're going to watch it, and I, if you're going to watch us a scary movie movie, I recommend one. But if you feel like I need to watch this, here's why. You watch it for Anna Faris, Tim Curry, David Cross... That's Martin Mull. That's about it. Uh, I had two other things that I really feel like really could have been funny. Like they had potential for those, the ideas and they pooped the bed with them. All right. Well, let's, let's punch it up. Okay. Round one. Round one. Chris Elliott. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh yeah. Chris Elliott. I like Chris Elliott. Yes. He plays a, the Butler type character and he Mm -hmm. has a fucked up tiny hand. Yes. That they turn into 20 minutes of content. Mm Mm-hmm. This could be funny if you pull it into three 30-second jokes, and they would be fucking hilarious. Right, because maybe the best joke in this movie is uh, David Cross not wanting like, not wanting to grab his tiny hand as he's like on the holding onto the ledge. Yes. If they just made that a uh, awkward thing, right, right, for them before, and like his moment of redemption is he has to choose whether he's going to touch this tiny hand mm-hmm. or he's going to fall to his death, that could be funny. Yeah. But you literally had a 20-minute segment where the only joke was his hand. Here's the thing. They're, they, Here's what probably happened, right? They planned the dinner scene, and they're like, uh, hey, guys, this is this is what we're doing today. We're doing this dinner scene. Chris, go nuts. You know, we'll we'll film it all, and, you know, I bet you, you just go nuts, and we'll have a good 30 seconds to a minute, maybe, uh, uh, of your stuff. You're and saying then this is like, Keenan Ivory Wayans planning that that's right. what he's going to do. And then they get, and they, they have the rough cut, and we're like, this is 66 minutes. Our rough, we need, we have all that footage from the, the dinner scene. I bet you we could we could put ten more minutes of dinner scene in there. I don't. I would buy. I would consider buying that. But there's there's way more jokes than that. It's not just the dinner scene. The dinner scene is the longest part. Right. But they do a bunch leading up to it and stuff. This was scripted, man. Maybe not all of the dinner scene, but even right. scripted. Even if the, it's still too many of them. If they made it an 
awkward thing where he touched the food, right? And then they were awkward. But instead, they blatantly tell him, I'm not eating this because you touched it with your tiny hand. Right. That's not funny. It needs to be an awkward social moment. Yes. The joke should be he touches it with his tiny hand. And then, like, maybe, maybe you have the cherry on top of him licking the turkey. You don't need him fucking the turkey. You don't need any, like, any of the, you don't need, you don't need that dinner scene. No. Really. No. As, not nearly as much as it is. Uh, last one that mm-hmm. had such great seed for a joke. And the way, our, our punch it. up on that is remove 90%. Of yes, it. exactly. Yes. That's Less is up. more. Less is more. Yes. Okay. Last one I had is Anna Ferris and mm-hmm. the guy that I kept thinking was the brother from Malcolm in the middle, it but is. I, okay, it is. He hits on her uh-huh. and she's like, I just want to be friends. Yeah. And he's like, all right, buddy. And then he immediately develops this bro relationship where he's giving her wedgies and throwing footballs. Mm-hmm. That can be funny if he's just a dumbass, yeah, and just continues that, sh- c- continues that. Right. That is funny. I like mm-hmm. that concept, right? Mm-hmm. But then they they try to twist it again, and make it to where he. So here's the punch up on that. Right. Pick that direction and run with it. Well, she should have got fallen in love with him, and at this point, he's like, "No, we're friends. I can never, you know, something like that." Yeah. That would be funny. Like. Where he's treating her as one of the guys mm-hmm. is, I think, genuinely a good idea. He's telling her these stories about getting his balls licked by girls, right? That's what yeah. guys do to their friends. Not our group of friends. Yeah, a, but guys but we real know, guys. but not guys we hang out with. <laughs> yes, exactly. If if there was anybody that I was hanging out with that was telling me something really sexual like that, yeah. I would be like, I don't want to hang out with this person <laughs> anymore. That is not how we do things here. Yeah. Uh I, I will counter yours in that the flip, I think, can be funny also. So it's 100% bro, and then halfway through the movie, uh, she's like, no, like I just wanted to be friends. Like, you know, we talk and blah, blah, blah. And then you flip it, and he goes like super into the like female relationship. Sure. Like, I yeah. think that's we're set where well, you could take it two different ways. Right. But the point that we're saying is the guy commits to being the friend. Right. That is funny. Yes. And then she changes her mind and right. can't go back. It's the scene. Here's the here's the one scene, right? It's the scene uh when they're down in the lab by themselves. And she make you know, the big thing is that she Sounds like she's talking about sex. Yes. But then in the end, it turns out she's just talking about like she dancing She should have or been talking about sex. She should have been talking about sex. And, and then he blows he, her off. Right. Yes, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yes. And I was like, I'm kind of digging where this... They had the exact right yes. reveal, but with the wrong character. Yes. Yeah. You're exactly right. Like, I really thought it was going there. And I was getting begrudging the movie because I was liking that. Yeah. I was like, he's going to turn her down. And then, no, they even fucked mm-hmm. that up. Yeah. I, I don't know. Even the things that they were doing right, they managed to fuck up. It's mm-hmm. actually pretty impressive yeah. that they were able to do that. Yeah. I don't think that there's anything that I can really look at and say that I feel like they should have left it the way they did. I'm interested in seeing three and maybe four because Craig Mazin wrote those. And I thought that he wrote Date Movie, which is the one you referenced that has Vote for Pedro instead yes. of Don't Vote for Pedro. Okay. Which I feel like is maybe the best outside of scary movie that of this genre, 
but I haven't seen all of them uh, because even not not, not even, I'm not that masochistic. Uh, but uh, uh, of the scary movies, I've only seen the first one and now the second one. So I mentioned the third one. Leslie Nielsen's in the third one also, and I've heard that that's really good. But Craig Mazin wrote the third one, and I'm interested. He just did the HBO series Chernobyl, which is like the hottest thing on television right now. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. So uh, I have a quick, we can run through real quick. We'll go through the things that they parody. Okay. Uh, so you got Ambieville Horror, right? The Flies. Okay. Um, Charlie's Angels. Yes. Fucking terrible scene. Uh, Cheech and Chong, Up in Smoke. Apparently, uh, you hear the movie theme. Okay. Uh, Dirty Harry, because uh, somebody says, do you want to feel lucky, punk? That's the only joke, which is one of those lines that I don't think I've ever actually seen the movie, but because it's quoted a thousand times. Well, the joke is... never fucking The joke funny. is he's an idiot, is... Did I fire three shots or 127? Um, I'm going to explain all these jokes because that's fun. Okay. You get a dude wears my car reference with back tattoos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the exorcist. Uh, th- they say final destination. What? And it's because they're survivors of a massacre. I don't think that's referencing final destination. No, that's stretching it. Uh, hollow man. I remember hollow man. Do you ever see hollow man with yeah. Kevin Bacon? You They're see doing that dick in that movie. Yep. Uh, house on haunted Hill. It's basically well, what's the reference to hollow man. When the ghost is like in the air and you can see his outline from the steam and stuff like that. That's how you see hollow man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, house on haunted Hill. The original is basically the, the skeleton, right? Hannibal. You get, uh, Marlon head, Wayans' yeah. head ripped off. With Beetlejuice in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Remember uh, when Beetlejuice was a thing? I don't really remember that. I know he, he's a he, Howard Stern yeah, guy. Yeah, Howard Stern guy. Um, yeah. Uh, please forgive this segue. Okay. Remember when they said crack babies were a thing? Okay. And then they just never turned out to be a thing? Okay. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like the whole the whole reason like drugs are illegal are, are to control the okay this is gonna sound conspiracy but just to control the populace like you know Nixon was the started the war on drugs and it was so that he could arrest people who were uh, anti-war but he couldn't arrest them for being anti-war so he arrested them for uh, marijuana and crack or sure. Marijuana and heroin. Uh, it. The word it is written across the wall in the room where Shorty hides at the end of the movie. It just says it, apparently. Little Shop of Horrors is the uh, the big weed monster. Mission Impossible 2, uh, when Dwight faces off against Kane in the wheelchairs. I don't get that reference. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was a Nike commercial, by the way. Okay. Polly, a foul-mouthed parrot. Polly? Oh. The, Holy shit, that yeah. was a movie. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Demons. It says Cindy is surprised by a skeleton out of a dusty crematorium. I don't think that's a. I think that's just finding two horror movies that have skeletons in them. Yeah. Uh, Poltergeist uh, is the clown rape. Poltergeist two is uh, the creepy kids basically. Uh, Rocky because girl is, fights a cat. That's fucking terrible. What? When the girl fist fights the cat. Oh, I guess she makes some, or he, the cat makes the Rocky pose, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. There's a few more that aren't worth reading. Fuck this movie in the butt. Yeah, sure. 
Um, I've been interstitial. Yeah. So uh, my son and I went to Origins Game Convention, like mm-hmm. a big board game convention this week. Without me. And uh, I, I'm sorry that I didn't invite you for father-son time <laughs> over Father's Day weekend. You better be. Yes. Um, what's, so, what's the podcaster co-host pol- uh, yeah. holiday? <laughs> uh, so it was really good. We had an awesome time. Um, the crappy thing slash good thing was it, it coincided with like one of the biggest pride parades in the Midwest right in front of the fucking convention center. <laughs> so parking and driving sort of sucked, but it was cool to be there for the, to see the parade and everything. And like yeah. the coolest thing for me, and you got to expose the kid to the socialist propaganda very quickly. Yes. Yeah. The coolest thing young. for sure was how many totally nuclear families were there. That was the coolest part for me. It was like these these heterosexual couples with like two kids and strollers, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "We're at the gay parade, la la la." Look at the Puerto Rican only wearing a cock sock. Isn't he great? I saw two people that were there protesting, mm-hmm. both of which were holding anti-abortion uh, signs. So I, I feel like Good. they might have cross They're trying hey. to cross pollinate their hate. Hey, it's it's the Pride Parade. Get the get the protest signs. <laughs> Oh, fuck what do you mean? You? We, uh, we'll bring them anyway. <laughs> it's not even a joke. Like, I swear to God, there were two people holding like the life begins at birth and like you've got a little a little baby in the belly sign and stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't make any they, sense. They can't like, make babies. No, it, I don't understand. I, th- I assume it's just I hate anyone that doesn't agree with everything that I agree with. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, so the, the one thing we had a good time. We played a bunch of games it was really good father-son time it was awesome the the thing however that's like the 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 social awkward moment that's worth the podcast time okay um my son is very artistic we've talked about that before he likes Mm -hmm. doing things like that and he's artistic yeah he he's very much into art and things and he's really infatuated with the idea of these minis games right Mm -hmm. so it's it's these games where you play and you got characters that move around the board and they can be dragons or whatever the world you want but they're little action figures and they can range from little army guys to big ass things right they're not very actiony um action figure implies movement sorry little army guys right sure it it ranges from that on up so we're looking around and he was like really almost spent the rest of the money he had on, on this one game that had a bunch of them. But he kind of decided like, I don't want to blow my $150 on this game. Although it looks really cool. Cause I don't know if I'm going to really be into doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's just some random ones that I can find yeah. and do. So he kept seeing all these D and D things, but I was trying to explain to him what D and D was. Cause he keeps seeing these, this cool terrain and these tables where they're like blowing fog across them and stuff like, and they look sweet. And mm-hmm. there's these big ass, uh, dragons and monsters and he's like I want to play that game and I'm like that's not really a game bro you can't do that what do you mean it's not a game I'm like it's not what you're thinking of as a game like I can't I it's a game. I understand you, you get what I'm saying yeah it's not a game that you can pick up and play the board down and read the instructions and just mm-hmm. play so we decided he's not going to spend the $150 on that. Let's go find just a few random minis for mm-hmm. D&D that you can practice instead of spending $150 on a game with a bunch yeah. of minis. So we we came across this this booth that 
just had tons of totes and baggies and stuff. And I was like, hey, man, there's a guy sitting there. And this is the comic book guy's son from from Simpsons. <laughs> this guy made you and I look like Callista Flockhart. Oh, wow. He's sitting in a chair wearing the... Uh, uh, wearing the 600 pound uniform which is a skin tight gray t-shirt with no words on it mm-hmm. and basketball shorts yep um with bright white shoes and bright white socks so he's wearing the uniform yeah okay and i'm like hey man uh you mind helping me out with something and he was immediately like one step away from like shooing me away mm-hmm. and he wasn't doing anything mind you he's just sitting in a chair in the corner it's not like i'm interrupting anything right and i'm like hey so here's the deal my son really wants to start painting miniatures um but i really want to get something bigger for him so it's not super detailed do you have any suggestions what's my best my best balance between cost and size and simplicity for him yeah and through his nose, looking down at me, calling me a simpleton and uh, a minion, uh, figuratively, he told me, yeah, there should be something. And he named a name uh, around the corner. Your best bet's probably just getting some of the used figures. Even if they're painted, he can repaint them. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. So I go around, I start looking and I'm asking my son, like, cause I didn't want to ask the guy again, what he had said. I thought I'd be able to find him yeah. cause I was definitely going to get even more like mm-hmm. yeah. uh, talk down to by How this dare dude. You bother me and then not listen to yes. me. Uh, so I'm like, Hey son, what was that? And he's like, I don't know. So we're like pulling these out and I'm looking for these things. And I see the dude is standing on the other side, like messing with a tote. And I see him standing there and I'm like, Hey man, what did you say that name was? And uh, he's like, name, what name? And I'm like, the name of the the one that you suggested. And again, I just get this fucking look like you are a pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So he makes his way across around the table and he's like, all right, so what are you looking for? And I was like, you're going to pretend that you don't know what I'm talking about. You tight shirt, gray wearing black pants, motherfucking or black Jim pants, mm-hmm. motherfucking son of a bitch. Uh, and then there was a moment when I looked over and I was like, oh, fuck, this is not the same guy. That guy's name was Mike. This guy is named Matt because they have badges. But they're both wearing skin tight gray shirts, <laughs> are both six to seven hundred pounds. They're, I, they might have been. They're the, they're, they're the world record. Guinness world record yes, that's exactly the who they are. It was Mike and Matt both wearing tiny little black rimmed glasses and both had the same reaction. Like, yes. So I was talking to the wrong person. I started him in the middle of a set, but instead of being like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? It just was the same sneery looking down. They got none of my money. I didn't buy anything from them, (laughs) but it was like, (laughs) it was incredible how much comic book guy they were Mm -hmm. at me for not knowing what, miniature game in baggies of totes with handwritten labels that I should be looking in. Was it Warhammer? That was one of them that was of many, but yeah. uh, it, uh, yeah, stereotypes are real. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it was just that the joke should like I should have been embarrassed, but they were both such dickheads that yeah. I was I was completely fine. Oh yeah, I fucked up, but I'm better than them. Yeah, so exactly. I'm leaving here all right. Yeah. No, they the ball was in that guy's court to make me feel like the dumbass, yeah. and he didn't do it. No, he wasn't in the Nike commercial. No, um, but yeah, it was really good. So. Hopefully you can. Uh, I think we got a game plan so you can you can experience that same type of deal. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm. I just in like a two hour span went from zero to I guess I just booked a hotel and bought a four you, day pass to Gen Con. You, it was literally within that time frame because you actually said I don't want that hassle. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Cut to two hours later, and I'm like, I guess I'm going to stay with you in your hotel room that you've already booked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, it should be good. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, this is going to, like last year I went to uh, Texas for four days. This is my four-day weekend this year. So That's cool. This is my this is my guy's weekend. It's a different group of friends, uh, but that's fine. That's good. Like, yeah. this, is my, this, is my, this is my me weekend. Yay. This is my Russ weekend. In a month and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm looking yeah, forward I'm to it. Me too. Uh, I'm not excited about the amount of money that I'm probably going to spend. Yeah. It'll be good. Will it? It will be. Yeah. Here, here's the only problem. This is an off topic thing, but I start or off mic thing. Mm-hmm. The only problem with an Uber, like you were talking about, if either one of us are buying any degree of shit, right? We're gonna have to take a bag or something. We're gonna well, yeah. we are gonna have to take a bag regardless, but we're gonna have to have somewhere to, else to put that. Like if we if one of us drive, yeah. we can walk to the vehicle to put the shit in the vehicle. Right. So, just a yeah. food for thought there. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. And it's a twenty-eight minute Uber ride, which I feel like is going to be expensive. I think they usually go on mileage, not time. I'm sorry, twenty-eight mile. Was it minutes or miles? Twenty-eight minutes. It's like eleven point something miles. Oh, okay. That's not terrible. Yeah, that's like their hotels that they had like suggested on the site, mm-hmm. which were like all booked. They were varying from six. Some like some of them are like right next to it, but they're you know they varied from six to like fifteen yeah. miles away. So cool. Uh, Zombieland. Zombieland. Synopsis. Zombieland is a good horror comedy uh, about the zombie apocalypse and just like living in it. Yeah. Overall thoughts, other uh, than good. It's it's great. Yeah. Uh, this is like I, this is only the second time I've seen it, but. Uh, yeah, I, I was hoping it wasn't going to be one of those things like where, what you said, you'd say all the time about how you remember things more fondly. Uh, it didn't have that. It was, it's still good. Uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson is still great. Uh, and like the cast is insane. Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin, Woody Harrelson and Bill fucking Murray. Yeah, it's a good cast. Uh, I agree with everything that you just said, including the fact that this was my second time seeing it. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so even starting off, you said this is a good horror comedy. It's just a good movie, right? Like, yeah. so you care about these characters, mm-hmm. care about all of these characters, including mm-hmm. Bill Murray, yeah. right? Like the guy that's in it for five minutes, you still care about. Right. Uh, and and they have arcs. And it's a real movie, and then they happen to put in some cool zombie shit. Right. They put in some funny moments, and it's just good all the way around. Right. Uh, also, a movie 
that has narration done well, where their narration adds to the movie. The narration doesn't just explain the exposition that we didn't. Yes. We didn't know how or have time to explain on screen. This is all true. Yes. Um, uh, I also feel like they did a good job of consistently doing both the narration and mm-hmm. the stylization of the movie. Yes. We've talked about that a lot before that you can't pick and choose. Exactly. It's pretty consistent that... that Knights uh, of Bad Aston versus this. Yeah. Um, it's pretty consistent that they have, throughout the movie, they have the stylized rules and how right. they do it. And it happens a lot front-loaded, and then it happens less towards the end, but then like it pops up like at the end, you know, here or there, and you're like... Yeah. It happens frequently enough that you don't forget that it's a thing. That's the problem, right? Like if you just front load it and back load it, and then you forgot that that was a thing. Right. Uh, But that they don't let you do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You skipped a very pivotal uh, actor in this movie. Did you notice Keenan when it was right in the opening scene? Uh, Keenan Thompson is one of the random ass dudes that's just running away in the very beginning. Keenan Thompson? Yes. That's Keenan Thompson? That's Keenan. Huh. Okay. Wait. What? What are you talking? Yeah, he's a Keenan. dude running away. Yes. Literally, I have two notes on this movie, and one of them is just Keenan exclamation mark. Huh. Are you are you pausing it to try to confirm this? I'm. Holy shit! I didn't know that. All right. Now you're I'm making me feel like I need Keenan, to justify. I'm holy shit! something else. Uh. Yeah, he's not. One of the seven people listed on IMDb. <laughs> I have to do the click, and then they'll probably be like uncredited. Caesar Aguirre. So, uh, yeah, so we start off with just his rules, right? Mm-hmm. And what are some of his rules? Uh, number one is cardio. Yep. Number two, uh, I don't remember number two. Number three is. Uh, always check the bathrooms. Bath, beware of bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, four seatbelts. Crap, what's two? Always double tap. Duh. Yes. Uh, and then number thirty-one is always check the back. There you seat. go. I got it pulled up. And number thirty-two. I got. It. I pulled it up on the video. Yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking. You were thinking that's Keenan Thompson, isn't it? There's not, no way that's not Keenan. Take the take. It looks nothing like him, other than as a fat black man. You were looks nothing no, like him. Hold it. Look at that. That is a hundred percent Keenan. That is a hundred percent not Keenan Thompson. Oh my god. That is one hundred percent not Keenan Thompson. One hundred. Pull up a picture of Keenan Thompson. I want you to right now. This is this is the best thing that's ever happened on this podcast. I'm telling you, I know what Keenan looks like. That is him. You pull up a picture of Keenan. I'm gonna Google. Keenan Thompson, Zombie Land. There are a billion people that are uncredited in this. He is not one of them. This is dead air while we check our phones. This is so fun. Okay, all right. So here's a Yahoo Answers. Okay, so in the beginning of the credits of my movie, they show a black guy running. My friends and I think this is Keenan Thompson, but I disagree. Does anyone know? Uh, somebody linked IMDb. That didn't help. How does it, that looks exactly like Keenan, bro? It looks nothing like Keenan Thompson, other than it is a fat black man. No, look at his. It looks exactly like him. You are racist. I 
I'm I'm looking at this and I'm still saying it looks like him. This isn't just a passing thing. Regardless. This is not good. You were saying that that is the same person. That's him. That is not. No, that's him 10 years later. This was, he's, he's pushing 40 now. That's a picture of him in his 40s. You can't do that now. I'm going to Google Keenan Thompson 2009. Google Keenan Thompson 2009. So Woody Harrelson is kind of the loner. They all go by their, uh, by their states, or I'm sorry, their cities that they're headed. And uh, he is fantastic, right? There's there's nothing that Woody Harrelson can't do. That is not him. I. That is 100% not him. I still say that that looks like him. It is not him. I, I think I'm probably prone to agree considering it's not on the IMDb thing, <laughs> but I'm still saying that looks like him. Like, No, it does not. It looks like somebody I recognize that I've probably seen... As an extra in something else, it looks more like the kid from from uh, Hook than it looks like no, Keenan Thompson. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, I'm not saying it looks like him. You're I'm saying it looks insane. more like him than You're Keenan insane. Thompson. You're insane. Um, this is the dumbest thing we've ever argued on this <laughs> podcast. I'm so he, happy about it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I find myself in these arguments a lot where I there, there's never going to be even. All right, let's let's agree it's not Keenan. Mm-hmm. There is never going to be a moment where one of us is convinced that it does or it doesn't look like him. (laughs) It's the dumbest thing to argue about because there's never going to be a... I'm I'm looking for somebody who's like... uh, Here, I found Cardio Zombie. Damn it. Because that's the Cardio guy, right? No. The Cardio guy was a fat white guy. Oh, that's right. What is he? I, he's just. Oh, he's just in the credits. He's just in the credits. So that's right. I think we need to let this die. Cause I've you, conceded. You keep going, and I'm not going to let it die. What, I, how am I supposed to keep going? I'm trying to uh, to to talk, and you're. I will. I will go back and forth. I will so have Bill Murray report. shows up. <laughs> Three quarters of the way into the movie. I, yes, exactly. I don't know what I don't know what you want me to do. This movie's good. This They're, movie's good. Watch it. Okay. Uh, so. Emma, Emma Thompson, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin are Is that the girl uh, from Sunny, uh, um, Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so she, they are sisters who, uh, DTA, don't trust anybody. And they, they come in and out of the lives of Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson, Columbus and Tallahassee. They are Wichita and Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Why do they have different cities exactly. with their sisters? Exactly. But they were named that. Well, I guess she said that she was her sister to begin with. I don't know. I never got that. Maybe they just have different dreams. Maybe. Because it was about where you wanted to go, not mm-hmm. where you're from. True. My favorite thing about this movie is that I forgot uh, Tallahassee's backstory. And so I got to experience that again. Yeah, I forgot it too. I was like, "Oh, he, the, I forgot he just did this for a puppy. That's so. That's a cool little bit." And then, like, you realize it's oh, not his puppy. It's not a puppy. It's, it's his a son. It's a kid. It's his son. That, uh, that sucks. Yeah, doesn't feel good. It's, uh, this, this movie was doing to me. I don't like this. <laughs> it's supposed to be haha. Uh, but I this have, movie is haha. I had three notes for scary movie. All of them were basically scary movie. One was better. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Here are my notes for Zombieland. 
oh, but we're fatties. <laughs> uh, that is the biggest fucking dorm room ever. That's true. Uh, I laughed for the first time this evening. <laughs> Those are my notes. Uh, the the I had two notes. One was Keenan exclamation mark. Not Keenan. And the other was bringing up the so they're in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like a grocery store font, and yeah. they're handwritten also. But mm-hmm. it's like somebody has to like practice making sure like that doesn't look grocery store enough. And furniture stores also use the same font. Like I you, think it's just like somebody did that, and then somebody's like, "Well, I have a grocery store, and like it needs like their things look like this. This looks like shit. It needs to look more like that." And that's just how it, everyone does it. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Like you you see that, and yeah. like if you were to write something like that, if you were to like try to do taxes and use that font, mm-hmm. uh, people would be like, "What do you? Do? I came here for some bargain basement uh, closeout liquidation stuff. Why are you you're not doing taxes here with that font?" I am so surprised how like it it amazes me how people's brains work because I can't draw it or anything. So like. When I write a letter and I'm just writing normally, it looks like shit. But then when I read when I draw it big, it just looks like a bigger version of that piece of shit. Yeah. But I'm taking like different I'm taking different strokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I do like it, I'm using my whole arm instead of just my wrist, and it still comes out like the exact same but bigger. Like our, like my brain knows how to. Can, can you write in different handwriting? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's pretty much all the same. Yeah. Like, Marianne has, like, this is how she writes, and then, like, oh, I need it to look nice. I can do this, and it looks completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, it's like, that looks the exact same, but ten times bigger. And my brain, just like, that's what a J looks like. That's what a J is always going to look like, whether it is... But here's like, the thing. You also know that looks like a shitty fucking J. Oh, yeah. Like, But that's my J. Yeah. <laughs> What's but it's, name? I don't know. I don't understand it. There's got to be people that's all they do is try to figure out how people's brains translate mm-hmm. things like that. Because yeah. you know what it's supposed to look like. Like, you know what a hot dog looks like. Mm-hmm. But if you tried to draw a hot dog, you would fuck it up. Right. Uh, yeah, like handwriting experts, like, it's still a field where there's a lot of bullshit. But there's also a lot of science mixed in there. And it's so cool. Uh, do you know the band Shanana? No. From the 60s? I know the name. They were at Woodstock. Uh, one of their uh, band members is now like a forensic handwriting expert and like has been involved in like cases and stuff. And he was on an episode of Forensic Files, and it's my favorite episode of Forensic Files. Not only because he's in it, but also because of the crazy story and how the, they got caught. It's nice. awesome. Uh, can we talk about Bill Murray now? What? Can we talk about Bill Murray now? Yeah, sure. So they Go show- watch Zombieland. It's great. Yes. They show up at Bill Murray's house because it's Bill Murray's house. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not because it's Bill Murray that it's great. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, because he's in it and he is great. Yes. It's because he is so open to mocking himself. Like his house, he has a theater set up with Ghostbusters ready to play. He has the soundtrack to Ghostbusters ready to play. Yes. He has paintings all over his house of him. Yeah. Tallahassee worships him. Yeah. And it's great, and he's and they even make the dig like, oh, I've seen all your movies. I even watch your dramatic stuff too. Yeah. And like, he just takes it in stride. Yes. And like the, you know, maybe the best line in this movie, maybe the best line of two thousand and nine. I don't know what movies came out there, but spoiler alert, uh, Columbus shoots him, 
in an awesome scene. Yes, because Bill Murray's dumb. Yes. for doing yes. this. Like this is not a. This is not. This is not Columbus's fault. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray is dressed like a zombie. Yeah. and goes to sneak up to scare him in a zombie-infested world. Right, and is gets shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, what you do to zombies. Like this is your fault, Bill yes. Murray. So he gets shot, and he's dying, and. <laughs> They ask him, do, do you have any regrets? He goes, I don't know. Garfield, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. That's perfect. I do. I, I just, I've always appreciated it. I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it a hundred more. I appreciate when people can can put it on themselves a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, like the the gate to his house was BM, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then his house, it might look like this, but it's like the extravagant, stereotypical, lavish thing with giant staircase and gold plated garbage, right? right? Like giant, like Warhol inspired painting of himself. Yes, exactly. So he's he's definitely leaning into it, which is very cool. Now, if I do have a complaint about this movie, and it's just a small nitpicky one, but I couldn't get it out of my brain as it was happening. Mm-hmm is the final scenes where they're at, they get to a a amusement park. Right. And all of the rides are running. So it's like almost video gamey. Like it feels like Donkey Kong where Mm -hmm. Woody Harrelson is like riding a roller coaster, shooting zombies. Yeah. That's not how amusement park rides work. They don't just all automated like that. Right. And you see that with the control box, Uh, the tower thing. But that's suspension of disbelief. So, right. I mean, they turn. I on, forgive it. They turn on the power. Sure, but they don't just keep going. Like somebody has to activate each yeah. cart to leave. Um, but I know that's nitpicky, and it, I was mad at my brain for being mm-hmm. annoyed by that. Yeah. So I, like, uh, it's good. You need so to watch great, it. There's so many great like character moments. Like that's what a lot of comedies are missing are these great character moments. Like um, when they find the Hummer, and uh, they find all the guns. And Columbus just looks at uh, Telus is like, all right, I'll give you a minute. And then he's just out there shooting Uzis in the air yes, and shit. For no and, reason. And Jesse Eisenberg is just in the car, like, chewing on his hoodie, like, string. I thought he had, like, I thought he was drinking. Like, I thought he had, like, one of the hydration Maybe. backpacks. I thought it was just a hoodie string. He was the character, though, that would have the hydration yes, he backpack. he is the one that would have So the, I yes. thought that he was drinking, but I guess he could have been chewing on that, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There's just a whole bunch of those little things like that that really are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary yeah. movie or Zombieland? <laughs> scary movie two. Uh, well, since she's scary movie two, uh, definitely Zombieland. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think I cut you off before I asked that question. Zombieland two is coming out this year. Uh, there was a Zombieland TV show that was going to be happening forever, but I think they scrapped it and just went with Zombieland two. Yeah. Um, I think it's called Zombieland Double Tapped or something like that. That would make sense, actually. Yeah, that's what I was before. I was like, oh, my God, because I was on IMDb and I typed in Zombieland. And it, I did, it said it had a 2019 next to it. And I was like, what? Does that come out this year? Uh, I'm very... Uh, I really like it when they don't bother trying to explain the stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the movie just starts with, this is what's happening. Yeah. Like, well... They do give an explanation. Patient Zero ate an infected sandwich. A infected oh. gas station sandwich. Yeah, that's right. But that's not what the movie's about. No, like, it's they not. don't waste that first act no. trying to do that. No. Good. You're just in the world. 
Next week? Next week. First movie, Justin. Next week. Uh, did we almost do this once? Don't remember. Hmm. Uh, I am not excited about this just based on what's on the cover. Okay. Because it scares the crap out of me already. Uh, the movie is called Monkey Shines, and it has one of those m- like monkey dolls that bangs the symbols together, but it's like eyeing me with his teeth bared. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a sexy look. If that's a sex face, then I don't think he's getting much. <laughs> monkey Shines, an experiment in fear. Uh, yeah. This sounds like it's gonna scare the crap out of me, or not, or it could like the most scariest part is the poster. That could very well be, but uh, yeah, I'm weird. Like movies that do the like the doll is in the corner and oh shit, it just moved a little bit. Mm-hmm. That I think freaks me out more than most things in in movies like this. Really investigating hard to get that second movie. Yeah, yeah. ready. All right, you ready? Uh-huh. Well, what, what's it going to be about? You never told me. That's what I was waiting. I don't on. know, but it freaks me out. It's okay. Do you want me to read the top? Should I not? Sure. Read the top? Go ahead, read the top. Once there was a man whose prison was a chair. The man had a monkey. They made the strangest pair. The monkey ruled the man. It climbed inside his head, and now, as fate would have it, one of them is dead. What's that mean? Wait, does this movie... This movie involves a dude in a wheelchair and a monkey? Then that seems less scary than <laughs> this monkey on the front. Oh, yeah. The guy on the back. See, I didn't know what was going on here. <laughs> but now I get it. He's he's a quadriplegic. And he has a helper monkey. And the helper monkey is probably evil. It's basically the premise of an episode of Friends. What? I don't know. They Ross had the monkey on Friends for like part of like two seasons. Okay. I don't know. It was just a Friends reference. It was it was a poor attempt at humor while you scroll through your phone. To I find w- I'm ready. I'm just waiting for you. Oh. I was waiting on you. I was vamping. Oh, okay. Second movie. Second movie. <laughs> What's funny? Uh, What's funny? Uh, uh, yeah. I guess we're going for, uh, I, I don't know what. Simeon. What's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Simeon movies. I was trying to find the word that encompassed because I couldn't say monkey. Yes. I couldn't say ape. Couldn't say either. Because it's both it's of them. Simeon. Simeon. That's, that's the word. word. Yep. <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. No, no thanks. I to saw you, you. I saw you. You were yeah, like, you were like, I don't want to turn it hard. I don't want to offend these monkeys and I don't want to offend these apes. <laughs> we're going to get so many letters from apes. The, we got to find the right <laughs> we term. We got to find nowadays. an inclusive term for monkeys and apes. I don't want to sound like an asshole. Uh, the movie is Congo. And I remember seeing that movie a few times as a kid and uh that it you know it kind of freaked me out but uh summer of 95 i'm gonna guess probably doesn't hold up 
Okay. I'm going to guess it's probably not as scary as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not going to be very great. We will find out. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry, also in Congo. Yes, he is. I, yes, I just remembered that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's going to be You're a on board better. a little bit more now. It's going to be a little better. You're on board. Justin, yeah. what else you got for us? I don't know. Garfield, maybe? 